Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 news, information and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback and you can contact us either by email two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com or on twitter at two titans underscore hunter now on with the show so not only this week am i joined by my misfits of the merengue respawn and parody we have a very special guest this week as you know we don't normally have guests on the show to interview as we're not that kind of show but we had to make an exception for this guardian he works tirelessly on gathering information and putting out videos on cheeses, exploits and advantages to help all players and level the playing field for everyone, regardless of their skill and abilities. His videos regularly get highlighted by us for the listeners to check out and we are really happy that he's agreed to come on the show and talk about himself, his experience in Destiny and his channel. He is the one and only cheese master himself, Cheese Forever. So welcome, sir. Welcome to the show. Afternoon. Good afternoon. So how much caffeine have you conserved in the have you consumed in the past like couple of days? Because your channel has just exploded recently with videos. Have, have you been saving all those up going? All right. Everyone else is at Guardian Con. I'm gonna release all of these now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just see information and I try and get to it. Like I have things I put on the back burner because I mean, logically, there's more content than I have time for. Yeah, that's fair. A lot of these videos that you put out, you know, I'll be honest, Nintendo Man hurt my feelings because I'm just like, I, I, knew, I knew this. I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. Why didn't you just ask me? I could have done it. I could have said it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, but you're not a YouTuber and we can't link your videos for other people to watch. <laughs> you totally should link my videos. Though. No, I'm not linking your videos. <laughs> Come on. They're only NC21, man. That's a thing, right? Or is it 18? No I don't know. You have to be a certain age to watch my videos anyway. So there you go. You're mental. <laughs> I have a thing. Wait, what are we talking about? I completely lost track. Shall I kick it off? Or do one of you guys want to kick it off? So in your face reveal video, you go over a lot of questions and answers that introduce you. What philosophy, your channel, and a few basic destiny answers. But what we would like to know is about how you got in to destiny. Dun, dun, dun. So I was, I had an Xbox 360 and I was playing Call of Duty Ghosts because why not? And uh, I heard about self res in Destiny in PvP and I thought that was like an interesting concept, a very troll like move. So I would bought the game and I had a lot of fun. You know, how many people. It are actually sad that the self-res didn't come back to Destiny 2. A lot of solo players, probably. Yeah. I mean, not even solo players, but just think of just think about how much easier the raids would be if you didn't have to waste the token on a warlock. <laughs> think about how much easier raids would be if you didn't have to worry about tokens. <laughs> anyway. There'd be a lot more cheese. That's that for sure. Be. Yeah. So is that really the only reason you joined? It's just because you could res yourself in PvP and, and kill That's people. That's what got me hooked on the idea, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Just self-res and then just instant melee somebody. That's so, awesome. So how did you do it? Did you wait till they were like walking away and they thought they had the kill? Then you're like, surprise! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd wait like a good two, three seconds and then just self-res instant melee kill. This man is my hero. I think I found my spirit animal. <laughs> no, you can't be your hero because you're a hunter. You go on about the hunter all the time. Although, you know, when you did your raid the other week, you I were play warlock. warlock. Yeah. Yeah. He is a, yeah. He is a secret war, warlock down deep un, under all the hunter. Yeah. He is actually if, a warlock. If my hunter so. is like 70%, the other 30% is definitely my warlock. <laughs> That's awesome. That is a fantastic reason. You said in your um, face reveal video that you're a warlock. And it's your favorite class. But do you play any of the other classes? Yeah, I, I play all the classes. Okay. And have you done that since D1? Or have you just stayed with Warlock and then in D2 um, use the others? And Destiny 1 was more of a two Warlocks and one Titan because screw Hunter Jump. <laughs> it wasn't really until yes. Bones of AO came out that I, I made a Hunter. Hunter jumps were always amazing, even before the Bones of AO. You just had to maximize your agility? Was it back Man, what was it back You just had to maximize your titanness or your warlockiness. No, shut up. Take the Hunter down to zero and the jumps were great. Warlocks don't even know how to jump up, all right? You can't talk about Hunter jumps when you haven't mastered the art of jumping up vertically. But Warlock floof is too good. Damn floof. Yeah, but if you can actually jump up, right? The one the one big complaint I have about Warlocks, and it's always been the case, right? If you happen to fall off a ledge, Titan can jump back up. Hunters can jump back up. Warlock, you just die. <laughs> yeah. You can't jump up. For the, for the life of you, you can't jump up. And I never understood why that hasn't been a thing. I understand not jumping up too high or not jumping up as high as other characters, but some kind of vertical movement when you slip off a ledge would be desirable over nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just just my little rant. Sorry. So, like, um, in D three and D two. Sorry, D three is not out yet. In D two, do you play all three classes, or is it still you know just mainly the the warlock and the titan? No, I at Destiny two. I had one of each, you know, and uh, you know, I had to rethink my play style because with no self res, is kind of like I was very aggressive. And I kind of had to learn to be less aggressive. Mm, so yeah. for running strikes and nightfalls, mm. I was more like hunter, tether, so I could go invis if I'm in trouble and, you know, take out a bunch of enemies by myself because, you know, matchmaking and teammates don't always work well. Thank you. Blueberries cannot be trusted. <laughs> so what's your go-to subclass in, well, what was it in Destiny 1 and what is it in Destiny 2 for your Warlock? Well, obviously it was the uh, Sunsinger, but in Destiny 2, you know, I just try and play whatever the meta is, because Warlock seems to rotate, like, for Gambit, it was Chaos Reach, and then Nova Warp, and then Nova Bomb, and now it's just kind of like, well. Oh, well, like, well, of Radiance. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for the end. I was like, well, well, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> nice well. Well, you the stand well. here and, it was and the all well. comers die because yeah. the well has usurped the bubble. So get in the yeah. well and just splash around and watch everyone, everyone around you well, What die. about What about Chaos Reach, though? Because I'm a huge fan of Chaos Reach paired with, like, a Void Weapon and uh, the, 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 not the Skull of Ahamkara, the other, the other Warlock. Geomag? No, not Geomag. 
Geomag is good for bosses, but I'm talking about like just just ad clearing, just general playing that you don't have to focus on a boss. Uh, there's a helmet. I can't Crown of Tempest? No. There's a helmet that when you Nezirak get void Sin. kills, that's the one. Nezirak Sin, because the metal tree, you already get the little tetrahedrons coming back to you to increase your super. And then if you kill stuff with a void weapon, you get your super back even faster. So whenever I'm playing like Gambit, where I don't have to focus boss damage or strikes or whatever, right? I found you get your super back every 30, 45 seconds with that, that loadout. What about you? You ever try that? No. Oh, I stay away from Nezerix. It's good though, man. Honestly speaking, you should at least try. Just you know, go out and do like a couple of public events, and you'll see it's you get your super back super super fast. You, the cheese gets stuck on the horns. It doesn't work out for him. The cheese gets stuck on the horns. Um. Okay, so uh, what were your favorite primary, secondary, and heavies in D? Why are we asking him D one? What's your favorite? No, what's your favorite for D two? Because we're not playing D1 anymore. How about that? I was just thought it was interesting. Sorry. I didn't think it was interesting. <laughs> I think you're just trying to bug this man. He's got a life, dude. All right. He can't ask inane questions. That's not a word. Innate questions. What? Stupid questions. That's what I'm saying. So what are your favorite primary, secondary, and heavy in D2? Well, at the beginning, it was kind of like the double primary era. So I got really used to Nameless Midnight and Otto's like Uriel's Gift. Uh, but, you know, then we moved from rocket launchers. And right now I'm really liking the Menagerie weapons because they can roll Feeding Frenzy. And that's probably my all-time favorite perk. And then Fusion Rifles, like Loaded Question because no reloading. What about the Arantil? How do you feel about the Arantil being able to snipe people cross-map? I think I stay away from PvP, so I don't see very many people running it. Well, I mean, even in even in PVE, if you're going to use uh, a fusion rifle, no. why not use one where you can map somebody? What do you prefer as your fusion rifle? Then? Because reloading um, breaks I like, his immersion. I like the Menagerie one because I have Rangefinder and mm. I have Feeding Frenzy. So it's kind of the best of both worlds in that regard. Okay. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, this yeah. man doesn't reload. He's like, I'm here. I'm here to do damage. I'm here to do all the damage. He does reload. reload. Waste my That's time. why he's got the Feeding Frenzy, silly biscuit. So I suppose that answers that question. Do you prefer PvP or PvE? So it's PvE. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So what's your favorite setup for your PvE then? Or does it depend on where you are and what you're doing? Uh, you know, I usually like a mountaintop, then loaded question, and then some type of, you know, exotic heavy, you know, depending on what situation I'm in. And then right. running double scavenger perks to make up for the ammo. Nice. So, do you just run the two scavenger perks, or do is it like two special perks and three heavy perks, or how do you set up your armor? Uh, you talking about ammo finders? Yeah. Screw ammo finders. Those don't work. I disagree, but okay. What's your reasoning there? Uh, because lots of tests have been done with ammo finders, and mm. you know, plotting the data, it showed pretty much no increase in ammo drops. And Bungie tested out, and they said, you know, it's working as intended. Yeah. But the data doesn't I would tend agree. To agree. Because, like, if you're using it, you're not going to get a whole lot of drops. But the way I see it is, I, I I almost never run out of special. Heavy, that's a different story. But I usually get it back pretty quick. But I, I always, always have special ammo. Because I'm running three special ammo finders, two heavy ammo finders. 
And I never find myself in like a an ammo drought like some of these other guys do. So I would think that it works perfectly fine. I'm surprised that that you're saying that you don't you don't enjoy it. Yeah, I don't believe in it. Hmm. All right. Maybe it's just RNG. Maybe it's tied to RNG. I just have good RNG, maybe. I, I mean, know. the only time I run out of ammo is if I'm using all my ammo for boss damage. That'd mm-hmm. be the only time. Otherwise, I'm fine. Interesting. Okay. That's good. Well, maybe I can try that because I always have three and two, right? And and especially now with all this whole uh, using triple grenade launchers to try to get the the pinnacle grenade launcher. When to go? Yeah, thank you. I'm using two grenade launchers for my primary and secondary, and then of course I got the the spider bot for the heavy. And I don't I don't ever run out of ammo because I have my armor set up with three stacks of special ammo finder, and I just. I never run out. So that that's one of the things that led me to believe that, you know, it, it is working as intended. Otherwise, if I'm running two special weapons, you'd, you'd think I'd run out pretty quick, right? But I think it's a placebo effect. I think you should take that off and then see if there's that, any That's difference. what I was saying. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. I was getting at. Maybe I should put on completely different armor, see if I'm getting that same same luck roll. So, yeah, that's definitely something to try. Um, what do you think about D1 in its final form? Is that the question that we're on? It is. Uh, okay. The question I'm on is what's what's your favorite cheese that you found? Do you have do you have a favorite that you that you stumbled across or found was just like oh you this is skipped amazing. questions, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so favorite cheese that I've found or that has been found in Destiny Two? Um, both. What's your favorite and what's the you know favorite thing you stumble across? I'm always curious what what yours is since I mean you're cheese forever after all. You've brought us all the cheese. You've got to have a favorite cheese. I mean, soft cheese, stinky cheese. Do I like, I don't know. Good cheeses always get patched. So that's, that's hard to say, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's sort of like for the week of this. You say that, but what's her name? Cheese is still there. Uh, Last wish. This whole time. That's still there. Well, that's a whole nother animal because some people don't consider that a cheese at all. The fact that you can teleport into a room isn't a cheese. It's an exploit for the joining allies, but you can do the one-phase ribbon without that. Okay. So you're just talking about the one-phases. Okay. I was thinking the whole being able to do that exploit, that exploit itself is a cheese. So. Yeah, I I could see that as being cheesy. Mm. But you don't need it to one-phase ribbon. No, you don't. Definitely not. Yeah, Bungie are a bit funny about what they actually do patch and what they don't patch. Yeah, they rarely patch anything. I think it's because they also hate fighting Riven, so they leave that in there so <laughs> they can use the cheese too. <laughs> it's like, why am I fighting this legitimately? Admin mode, God mode on. Boom, let's go. <laughs> hey guys, look at this. I can one shot Riven. Woohoo! Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah, parody. Continue. Or whatever. Well, I'm just curious, and you've probably covered it before on your channel, but like, you know, where do you draw the line of what's a cheese and what's, you know, what sort of what's a cheese, what's a glitch? Is there a line? Uh, cheese is up to interpretation, and it varies between people's perspectives of what you should and should not do. Uh, the line is crossed when it goes into PvP and network manipulation. That's pretty much the the line between something that Bungie, you know, doesn't care about and does care about. 
Okay, yeah. Which, so by cheeses, the way, they still haven't is, fixed. Yeah, so cheese no, is something, in, something in yeah. the game you can exploit, you know, glitchy, yeah, yeah, DDoSing and doing all the other crap, you know, and actually ruining the game for other people. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that there's a fairly strong line, too, between the PvE and PvP. PvE, it's like, okay, you're cheesing this room or you're cheesing this encounter. Well, that helps everybody. Exactly. But, you know, PvP, you know, PvP or PvP, PV, Gambit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gambit. Hooked on phonics worked for me, everybody. Yeah, it's like, you know, it can still, you know, like when we had the Queen Breaker with, oh, hey, we've doubled the, uh, the aim assist for everybody. Whoops, for those couple of months. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. And, and you can't help but notice how long some of these glitches stayed in the game. Like, like, uh, not glitches, mm-hmm. sorry. The these, chest these imbalances, right? For the two heavies <laughs> in the beginning, you had the Queen's Breaker and then you had the, oh, God, the heavy fusion rifle sleeper. People Thank are using you. a lot. Mm-hmm. Thank you. My mind is whatever. I've got a new kid. Insomnia is a thing. But yeah, Sleeper and Queensbreaker. They left that in the game for so long. And now you got the the, the Yeah, the, the Lord of Wolves. The shock, like, yeah, the Lord of Wolves. Yeah, and they're like, they're oh, like, well, we, we tried to we'll think about disabling it. Why? <laughs> Let us have fun with it for a little while, you know? I mean, I, I'm even a little bit sad that they took away the the freaking the light show in PvP. That was amazing. I mean, yeah, whoever had it was obviously at a severe advantage. But, I mean, just to me, that reminded me of Star Wars. You had Star Wars inside, you know, PvP, and it was great. And then Zer sold it that week, which I think was the perfect solution for that Prometheus lens. Right. You know, mm-hmm. give, it, give it to Zer that week. Everybody's got it. You can run around and destroy everything with it. Oh, it yeah. was sort of the, our first taste of the revelry where everything just did super amounts of damage. <laughs> So, how many times did you cheese Crota by pulling the network connection out? Um, I never actually, like, I had Wi-Fi, so I didn't actually have a cable to pull out, but I know uh, other people that did it for <laughs> me a couple times, you know? LFG. Yeah. Nice, Things nice. like that just work out. They do. Just they happens. Really do. So, uh, D1 Final Form, go. What'd you think? Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, there was a lot of good armor. They brought back the raids. Uh, everything was earnable. I didn't feel like, you know, I was, it was up to RNG or anything. I felt like these are the steps you could earn something. And, you know, bringing back all the old cosmetics was a great idea. I mean, it was kind of sucked that my year one trials flawless exotic emblem can now be gotten by anybody. But right. it's the end of the game. You know, it is what it is. So, okay. If you had to pick between the end of D1 and D2 in its current state, what would you prefer? Um, Probably D2. Okay. Why is that? Well, in Destiny 2, there's a lot of things that it was kind of like the opposite of Destiny 1, so it was a different side of Destiny. I mean, there was less less shooting, you know, everything was slower paced, you know, to double primary meta. And right. it they had new systems like the shader system that was better. You know, the shaders themselves weren't actually better, some of them, but the system was better. And there's a lot of different systems like collections and stuff that you know, we've worked into that work really well, you know, which kind of made up for the fact that in the beginning we didn't really have much to do. 
Right. So we you, had quality you, over quantity, and in Destiny like the One, it's kind of the opposite. Shade individual things at the cost of a shader, in lieu of having a shader that's there forever and it colors your whole armor at once. Yeah, I mean shaders are pretty cheap. Yeah, but in 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 D one they were free and they didn't go away. <laughs> yeah, they weren't consumables. Yeah, but you can pull them out of collections. Yeah, I I, I get your point, but I mean I still prefer free. things that are free over. They're practically free. Practically. I mean you earn them for free. Yeah, but except for the ones that you have to pay for bright dust for. Yeah, but that's only for now. You know, bright yeah. dust is harder to come by. That's only for now. Yeah, for now. So you know, we we were just finishing talking about up about the uh, you know the fashion and games, and Bungie's talked a bit about shaders. What's your what's your go to shader? Do you have one that you have to apply to everything? Do you have a couple of them? No, no, I just uh, oh, I just use what I have in my inventory, which is no <laughs> bright dust shaders right now, because you know we're on that massive dismantle all bright dust things kick, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, but I really like the animated shaders that they came out with, because I think. The, the animation is where MMO should move to. Animated shaders, you know, when I'm talking about like Rasmussen Tribe. Oh, yeah, definitely. And was it the... Magusia Knight. That dreaming... Like that. Yeah, there's yeah, the Blue Shift That dreaming dream. one that they came out with. Yeah, Blue Shift Dreams. Yeah. Well, good sir, if you don't have a favorite, by all means, let me introduce you to the Sunrise Warrior for all of your armor <laughs> needs. No. <laughs> No. So, or no, Dusk and Dawn is another really good choice. I stay away from pink <laughs> and purples. Um, but you, you, you don't play in PvP, so why why? Why yeah. stay away from them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the AI isn't gonna um, care what color you wear. Color. <laughs> well, it's nobody's favorite color. Shut it's just down. funny to see a giant pink <laughs> titan running at you with the intention to murder you, right? No. No, it's kind of depressing. <laughs> so, let me ask you this, right? And, and I promise this will be the last time I bring it up consciously. Right, Demon? But what do you think about Titans in PvP? Good, bad, overpowered, balanced? Who says he doesn't I'm asking PvP, so if, says, if, I if I went entirely. into PvP and there was a Titan, he'd probably be dead because I would shoot him. And he would just be running. I see. Thank so, you. So you don't think that they're? You think Titans are just fine the way they are? I, I think Titans are fine the way they are. Yeah. Okay. There I mean, go. that's the way they want to play. Run and run and run. Then that's the way they play. It's built for them. So regardless of whether no, you're asking somebody, I told you earlier. I've so given up. People. I've given oh, up good. the fight because you you brought it up with the last guest so i'm bringing it up with this guest i just want to know their answers that's Fair all enough. i don't think shoulder charge is op i think it's balanced for titans that like to run and punch things okay well like i said i, I was good with his answer demon decided to continue on with the question so okay so you said that crota's end from the dark below was your favorite d1 raid was that because of the many cheeses that could be done like the jumping the bridge with the sword flying and the other one that you could do with the lamps where you jumped on the exploding lamp to make you fly up to the top ledge and then bypass the rest of the throw. Were they fun things to do and did it make it more enjoyable? Yeah, I I did do those things, um, especially the lamp cheese. That was pretty mm. fun. And even after a patch, you know, you could still do it. And... I I really enjoyed it, but that's not why okay. I enjoyed 
Crota's End, I enjoyed it more because uh you like just the opening bit the first time I ascended into that pit and seen that lamps and the thrall and you could just hear the thrall and you had no idea where you're going and people just dropping into pits left yeah. and right. Yeah, you know, it was it was very exciting. That I mean Bungie nailed it. Were you happy with the story where they continued it with Oryx and then the Oryx raid as well? Was that a good fun raid for you to do? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean it was it was a little harder for LFG groups compared to, you know, Crota's End, but it was it was definitely good. So where are we with questions now? I don't know. We're all over the place at this point. I oh, know parody I, decided to jump ahead. Jumping. <laughs> yeah, it's punk. Um content release schedule. No, what do you think about are they releasing it fast enough? Too fast? Not fast enough? I I think the the whole idea of the the annual pass is a good idea because I remember the Destiny One content droughts and oh my gosh, those were those were awful. Like just waiting for something to do. And you know, Bungie's working on giving us stuff to do, even you know, though it's artificial grind, you know, it's not really important and you know, the triumphs are kind of, you know, a good a good loop to, you know, extend artificial grind. But, you know, is if they if they're gonna make an annual pass and then at the end of the year have something bigger like Shadow Keep, I think that's a good model. Yeah. Okay. What what titles have you enjoyed getting? Because you you brought up the whole artificial grind, right? So what titles do you have that you're proud of, or in general, what titles do you have, and of the ones you have, which one's your favorite? So I have all of them, but the the Crucible one, wow. of course, and then last <laughs> seasons, and then you can't get the seasons yet. So I'm pretty wow. much pretty much done with titles. That, that is amazing. That's impressive. So speaking of titles, um, parody here for the longest time, was working on his one and only title. Parody, how did that go, buddy? Did you finally get it? <laughs> yeah, you know, my, my Dredgen title that I needed, I had everything for, but I needed to kill one person in their super as they invaded. Oh, uh, yeah. During during the times of, of course, it was during the times of Sleeper Simulant and then Queen's Breaker and then Hammerhead cross map sniping. Mm-hmm. Finally, I had, I, I'd like to thank the world, my Warlock brethren out there. Finally, I had a Warlock come in with his Nova Warp. And was able to kill him with hammers, and uh, he finally got me the one kill I needed. So you and have a took, Dredgen title now? It took <gasps> weeks of playing Gambit, and I've reset my Gambit rank <laughs> almost five times and played. I can't, I don't know how many matches. Right. It's like every time someone invaded, I'm like, just use a super, use a roaming super. I don't even care which one it is, just use a roaming super. No, Anything. nobody would. Yeah. <laughs> so some love, of those love. grinds, just trying to get that last that last piece, has just been. It's like I could do this if I just had the opportunity. It, it's it, it, it's RNG with PvP at this point. I just so have to wait might, for someone to jump in and do it. This, this might be a moot question, right? But it kind of builds on what we were talking about. Um, you said you haven't done the PvP. Are mm-hmm. you planning on doing the PvP? Or do you just you just hate PvP and you don't want to do it? So I do... I have played a lot of PvP. And that would be Iron Banner and the Exotic Quest. And that's okay. about it. And they were so those are all negative experiences. You're forced into (laughs) things you would not normally like to do. Yeah. Right. So most of my experience has been negative in PvP. So you're saying twenty five hundred kills with a with a with iron burden. Iron burden on is not your idea of a good time. 
I, I did it, but no. I mean, flying toasters everywhere. You have a friend. It was the worst of times. It was the worst of times. But now we can show off the emblem forever. So. Yeah, but you won't. You won't wear it forever. You only bring I'll it up bring to an Iron Banner. banner. I, I'm the one that said you should wear it forever. No, Iron Banner, it goes on. Should. So, okay. Well, well I'm curious because you mentioned going flawless in D1. Are you are you on that trials train? You know, if if when trials comes back, like they claim it's going to be their focus of you know season eight is PvP again. Is trials something you care about? Looking forward so, to? And did you? Did someone say, hey, I'll carry you, and you're like, In Destiny not? 1, Trials was like a new idea. So I was like, oh, man, I'm going to do this. So I got a, a, you know, my team, and he had a god roll shotgun, like, before, like, nice. and all nerfs. Like, this, the range was insane. And he right, was okay. getting most of the kills on my team. I was kicking back with a final round sniper, you know, and that's, <laughs> that was a one-shot body shot. And I would yeah. waste oh, I what? would waste my ammo down to the last shot, wait for somebody to peek, you know, get that kill, and then he'd rush <laughs> in with a shotgun and clean up. And that that was nice. that was how I went flawless first week. And I never went Two I never went flawless, flawless in trials ever again. Just never cared. Yeah. Did you get the weapons? Because because the weapons were pretty good, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, I didn't really go for the weapons. No. I didn't care. Yeah, in Destiny 2, I went once. I had a friend that helped me, and I was running Graviton Lance in the Graviton Lance meta, and I had a Hunter with triple energy recoil reduction mods, whatever they were called at the time. And, I mean, Laser (laughs) Beam. I kicked in the back. They did all the work. Mm -hmm. I just kind of melted people away from the back of the map. (laughs) Try not not to to die. die. (laughs) <laughs> which which is shocking, right? Because back then it was the the Mita multi tool meta. So you sitting at the back of the map would still get you team shot, you know. So the fact that you were able to do that, I think, is kind of kind of cool in its own right. Honestly, so it was more it was more graviton lance than Mita at that point when I was doing it. It was near the end. Ah, uh, I see, I see. So I think one of our next questions is: Would you have changed anything about D two? If you had if you had the admin control right now, what would you change? So it's it's not really what I would change per se. It's what I would add. I would add a mission in space. I want a space battle mission. I don't want it as a feature, but I want it as something to, you know, enjoy. Like in the ships or are you using like your your jump boosters to float around and kill stuff? Yeah. Like I'm talking about in ships, maybe, you know, a, even a gunner ship, like even if it's not my ship, like just blow something out of space. That'd be nice. Just one mission. That's all I want. <laughs> Kill all of the things. <laughs> Protect Earth yeah. from from Cabal. You know, you never know. You know, they yeah, keep yeah. coming. Yeah, we, yeah, we spend so much. Yeah, you know, we spend so much time flying in orbit in these ships, and it's like, sorry, we can't do anything with them. They're just here to look pretty. I mean, I I do agree with the ships, but could you imagine just for a second? that we as guardians because you know how we have the boosters for our jumps right what if you could just kind of float around in space because everybody wears a helmet so <laughs> oxygen shouldn't be a thing and we could have 3d combat not necessarily in ships ships would be fine don't get we me wrong we could have, have a crucible ships. map with no gravity that'd be interesting yeah Low gravity mode right we did have that map on mm-hmm. d1 didn't we Where first line yeah when you no the other one um, when you yeah. died on the um ship 
your your body just floated up and all the oh, ammo yeah. boxes floated up as well. And I think people asked for it then, didn't they? Like an anti-gravity mode. Yeah. I mean, that would be great. And your boosters, instead of, you know, you have your jump and the, they, they would just recharge over time, right? Like you have the three boosts and after the boost, you'd have to wait for them to come back one at a time to charge up. And that's how you, that's how you navigate kind of thing, right? That would be amazing. Just a 3D PVP or PvP They actually map. have a low gravity modifier for heroic adventures. Have you ever seen that? No. For PC, you're talking, right? No, I'm talking about Destiny 2. They actually have a moon jump modifier that's only available in like Mars heroic oh. adventures. I've never seen that. I've never, I've never yeah. even come across that. I, and yes. you've experienced yes. this. Did it also have a grounded modifier? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because <laughs> that would be Bungie. <laughs> like I have to look up the name. Congratulations! Th this week's modifiers are moon jump and grounded. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Please use your uh, hip fire grip and your snapshot sights weapons to shoot things. We've got it's this. called Justice from Above. Increased jump velocity and airborne acceleration. Your super recharges faster and deals more damage. Melee recharges slower and deals less damage. While you're in air? No, just all the time. Just in general. Yeah. Okay. Nice. It's actually a That's moon so jump cool. modifier, and I would love for them to put that in other rotation playlists. Mm -hmm. yeah i've yeah. never i mean i don't run the adventures a whole lot but i have never run into that crazy yeah, you should you should look for it sometime interesting i mean i mean it's it's a lot of things that they could do like in the in the crucible sandbox or whatever right not not necessarily just the crucible sandbox but in general you know because they have the mayhem which you get your super backs really fast and then during uh that event that just passed how you got all of your abilities back really mm -hmm. fast you know, why not just put those in the rotation? Yeah, why not put, like, Blackout in PvP? Have a party modes. We need more party modes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Blackout in PvP. No, 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 we, no, no, no. We all no. really just want the action. We just want an action sack playlist from Halo in Destiny 2. Give me absurd things to do. Give me a laser tag version with Prometheus Lens, you know, at 10x right. damage. Give me a Blackout. Give me How much of that IP the can they bring over, though? Be. Because Bungie, Bungie had a huge part in, in developing Halo, but how much of that is, is Bungie IP, the IP and over. Just, IP. just come up, just sit in a room and say, all right, guys, what's, what are absurd things we could have Guardians do? And let's in, introduce those. Tag can't be copyrighted. <laughs> there you go. Hide and seek. Just turn off the radar and everything like that. One guy's hit has to find everybody else. And there you go. Blackout right there. Blackout, hide and seek. Yeah, no radar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. During yeah. during the uh, the Guardian Con stream, I think it was uh, Gath Gathalian and Broman played hide and seek. I think in the menagerie, maybe <laughs> you know, playing black hide and seek. Yeah, give us a hide and seek thing. You know, I know people used to do that in Trials in D one. They would do hide and seek games and nice. stream it and just just see how long they could last without being found by the other team until time expired. So yeah, definitely that. Uh, now, there's so know, many things that they that they've already done with the game, right? I mean, we're we're coming up with a lot of hypothetical hypotheticals, but there's stuff they've already done that they could put into PVE, you know, rotations, you know, for the for the modifiers is what we're talking about. So again, you have all these negatives. What about you know your super back? Your super comes back like mayhem, or your all of your abilities come back like they did. And what the hell was the activity that just passed? And I can't remember the freaking name. The revelry. revelry. The revelry, thank you. You know, all of your abilities come back faster. Not just like your grenade. All of your abilities come back faster. 
in in this game mode. You know, I mean, just well, then, just something like that as a modifier you know, would be amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, isn't that what they sort of gave us at the end of D one with the the strike scoring <clears throat> and all the strikes? I can't remember what they called it, but like you 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 basically had mayhem strikes. Everything came back faster, and you could burn through those like they were nothing. Yeah, and that that was great, man. I mean, yeah, it's it's quote unquote cheesy or whatever, right? When you can just super infinitely, but it's also fun. The game doesn't always have to be balanced as far as PVE is concerned. You know, PVP, I get that. But PVE, let us have some fun. Let us just do nonsense every now and again, you know, as a rotation, not not a one-time thing and then it's gone forever. Put it in a rotation. Let us enjoy it. Or even better, let us put it on a modifier card. Did you enjoy the revelry as Nineteen became a robot halfway through that? Okay, sentence? so that was just, okay, I thought that was just me for a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I enjoyed, yeah, what the Reverie had to offer. I thought, you know, it was it was a good idea. I mean, it was a little excessive in PvP, but that's not always a bad thing. Right. Would you like that in a rotation for PvP or PvE? Or do you think a one-and-done is better? I think yearly would be fine. Did you do the Shattered Throne solo that week, or the, one of those weeks that um, we had the Reverie up? No, I had done it previously. Okay, he doesn't need your revelry for that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't need the revelry. <laughs> I just well and Thunderlord. So well and Thunderlord just that's took out time. the whole thing flawless. Nice. What do you think about the Truth rocket launcher now that it's back in D two? You think they're gonna nerf it like they nerfed everything else? No, I think I think it's pretty balanced. Okay. Yeah, because I think it is too. It's really good at ad clearing. It's PVP, but it's it's kind of crap for boss damage. So that's what I was hoping too. It's, it's balanced and they they won't touch it. But I'm I'm honestly terrified that they're gonna do to it what they did in D two, just like they did with the whisper, how they give it to us just like it was in the beginning, and then nerf it just like they did. You know, instead of us having the three rockets, it's only gonna have two. And you know, they might nerf the whole the range for hand grenades and horseshoes. I'm, I'm terrified they're gonna nerf something about that's it. That's a good question. You know, and, Cheese, what do you reckon of the whisper being nerfed? Were you happy, indifferent? I, you know, move it, it was a very powerful weapon. Yeah. And I understand that ammo economy is one of their big focuses. You know, they're always tuning it. But, you know, they there was more opportunities to improve on what they did. Uh, you know, an easier suggestion was if you, you know, it pulls from reserves until you have none and then it generates from, you know, thin air until you miss. Okay. You know, that yeah. would have been a more a bigger a better compromise. But what why why even do that? Why even give us back the the year one pre nerf version if they were just gonna ultimately nerf it? Because they knew what happened in D one. And they knew the same thing as far as the ammo economy was gonna happen in D two. So why not just give it to us in the already nerfed version instead of letting us have it the way we loved it and then taking it away again, just like D1. Well, motivation and money. People were motivated to get it and they got a whole bunch of money from the ornaments and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Bungie has to promote the crap out of good things while they're good. So it's just like 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 a gotcha, like what we were talking about before? Yeah, I mean, like, they, they have to get people hyped and they weren't going to get it with a nerfed black hammer. It's not going to happen. Yeah, but look at how many people that they made angry doing that. I mean, look how many people quit Destiny. Like, because nobody? I mean, grand, the, oh, there was a lot, man. 
No, they've they've come back recently because you know all yeah. the changes that have been made. But yeah, after that, that's not the thing people, people put Destiny over the lack of tra- you know. If you're a PvP player, that's a reason to to put Destiny on the shelf. But I don't think that would have been the straw. Maybe it was the straw that broke their back, but that was not the thing that was going to take them from a Destiny player to go, oh, never touching this again. All right, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I that, Bungie's really good at making people upset, but you know, people forget. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll move on to the next thing. So, are you super excited about Google Stadia going all in on the Stadia when it when it comes out in November? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm well, kind why? of worried about you know how the ping is going to be <laughs> and how the latency will affect Destiny Two in PVE, in PVE and PVP. Because I mean, if there's a Destiny 2 cheese that only works on Stadia, I will buy it. <laughs> I will buy yeah. it. I will pay the money. I'll pay the, the fees, the services. But otherwise, no. But can't Stadia players only play with other Stadia players? Yeah, it's like right. its own console. So, And yeah. at that point, wouldn't it yeah, just be get, basically PC? It's going to be its own thing. You yeah. better computer speed, you know. It's a worse version of that. PC, but it's on the go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're playing on your Pixel phone and the, and the other guy's playing sitting in his Google Stadium on his you know gigabit fiber, it's gonna be good. Gonna be uh, interesting PvP matches. Well, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't play PvP on a phone <laughs> anyway. Let's be honest there, right? But <laughs> PVE wouldn't be too bad, you know. Just don't 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 come into my raid if you're playing on your phone. That's all I ask. I tell you. <laughs> well, you you would all be on your phones because there's no crossplay. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you yeah, but you can play on the PC your, in a browser your, though. Mm. or a laptop yeah you, you can, can play, play on a laptop on anything yeah yeah but if they're going to play on a laptop they probably are going to yeah. be playing the pc version yeah unless google stadia takes point. up less resources right we don't know how this is going to work just yet but yeah it should so it should take less resources yeah. but at the yeah. cost yeah. of ping is it worth it right i'd rather yeah. play low yeah. quality graphics and actually shoot my target yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, you're playing on somebody else's computer as opposed to your own computer. But but going back to the whole, you know, if, if low quality graphics and that takes that takes away from a lot of the fashion aspect. Right? You can't you can't appreciate your <laughs> your own glory if it's on low graphics, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By I'm, I'm sorry, sir. Yeah, so I'm sure you've probably covered this. Which what platform platforms do you play on now, and are you looking? You know, once cross save, keep having remember cross save, not cross play. Once cross save becomes a thing in September, are you looking to swap platforms or add an additional platform, or just going where the cheeses take you? I play <laughs> on <laughs> Xbox, so I'm gonna stick with Xbox. Like a good man should. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Can't believe you you even put in number twenty seven. That's just shameful. That's oh, that that's parody, parody didn't it? It did. <laughs> How I many knew edge, it. What? How many edge transits do you have? Yes. <laughs> it's, an impor- it's an important question. Have, have you made an entire suit of armor of edge transits? Do you fly around with a giant edge transit ship? These are the important hard-hitting questions we're here to ask. I don't think that's <laughs> it, man. <laughs> I usually keep one for infusion fodder. If it's max, yeah. you know? It's like, <laughs> just go. search for edge transit. Like, oh, there I go. Infuse up. Right. So what was your first cheese that you used in Destiny? Actually, hold on. Kind of build on oh, okay. that. I'm sorry. What was the first cheese you ever discovered? I have no idea. You have no idea. What was your What was your favorite cheese that you discovered, or is that also you have no idea? 
Yeah. One that you found out. You didn't hear from somebody else, but you were just like, hey, this is interesting. Let's see if this works kind of thing. Well, I went through all the strikes in Destiny 2, and I was finding cheeses for the boss for high score nightfalls because the law sector farming was a really good way to get points, but it didn't mean you're going to finish the run before getting sent to orbit. So right. the having the nightfall cheeses really fine-tuned the ability to get high scores. And so okay. finding those was a really good thing in the, in the early days for a lot of people. So you're talking about where you, you killed the boss and then immediately died? You lost a little bit of score, but you can get the score back? Or which which cheese are you referring to? I'm talking about uh, hiding spots for oh, okay. the areas in the boss room and leading up to the boss room so that you could complete the strike without Extinguish kicking you to orbit. Gotcha. At, like, Handicap 50. You only play at Handicap 50? Well, back then, oh, 50 yeah. was max. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the nightfalls that you had to jump to all the different I mean, rings to get the time that was annoying but I think some yeah, of those things that they, they should bring those back you could choose those so hard there's no way they'd bring that back I think I vaguely remember you putting out a couple of videos on that yeah I mean that was an easy two and a half minute gain just resetting the area and then going through the rings yeah again. that was it yeah I remember now so Parody asks is there any anything that you're still chasing in Destiny, like an exotic, a weapon drop, ship, ghost shader, anything like that? I mean, there's a few things I don't have, but I'm not. I don't feel obligated to get them right now because I mean the the new catalysts and stuff. They're they're slowly releasing mm. those, but they're none really catch my eye. Like the game files have a lot of those catalysts. But I, I really want the Astrocyte Verse. I think that'd be fun. It would be fun. What do you do? You use bows at all? You probably don't. Huh? I like the Valentine's Day bow, and I got the ornament for it. It change, changes mm -hmm. the reticule to like a little heart, and heart, it, yeah, it's really fun, really fast. So you don't you don't use any exotic bows, and you couldn't care less about exotic catalysts for the bows. I use a Wish Ender occasionally because it's a really lazy bow. All right. I mean, you just body shot something, they're dead. Yeah, that's true. And I got a kill tracker right. on it, so that's always fun. Kill tracker. I've killed four people with this bow. <laughs> um. All right. That's, that's so, all I do have you spend that. a lot of time trying to work out some of the cheeses, or testing them out before you put out your videos, or do you just kind of do people send you the videos going that this is what it is and a video of it or a description, and then you put a video out? Or do you kind of fine-tune them sometimes? A lot of leads and stuff, people like, oh, I found this and that, and they don't mm. pan out. They they almost always never pan out. Like, So you actually do the research and you test them? Yeah, I, I have to... I spend so much time testing, you know, ideas that I have or other people have, or they think that this is how something works. And then I go and I'm like, okay, so this is a potential, this is a potential cheese factor right here. I'm going to, you know, mess around with it for a bit, see what I can come up with, and see if what they're saying matches up with, you know, something beneficial or something not so beneficial. 
because there was someone that came to me and they found an exploit that you know was actually an exploit but it wasn't as beneficial as it sounds like it it sounded great but then there was drawbacks to doing it that made it not worth it can you give details on that or it's just not even worth it i mean it it's not even worth it so is there any cheese that um you thought should be patched and didn't let the community know so something you came across and went no, Something or just like I'm going to report like, this to Bungie <laughs> and just go. This needs to be pit, uh, fixed. I'm not even going to put this out. That's the Cheese Forever Patreon level four <laughs> subscription. If you subscribe now, you can get the secret cheeses. He only tells you and nobody else, right? Yeah, I mean, if you don't tell people about cheeses, they last longer if they're really broken. But those are the types of cheeses you definitely want to tell people. So I haven't really withheld anything other than the fact that i don't have time to tell every people every <laughs> exploit in the game right. but uh i mean it, the problem with that is the pvp exploits yeah. like mm. I, there there are ex pvp exploits that i know about like uh mountaintop farming you know and rigging the matchmaking and farming all these pvp triumphs and getting easy legend status on your competitive and I don't talk about that because that's not something. Hold on, no. Let, let's back up a second. Likes. Let's back, hold on. <laughs> so how do you get the easy legendary? <laughs> Wait, you just match make the same teams over and over. Yeah, but how do you do that? But you would have to manipulate you your network. Yeah, you jump on your PC on your. So would you say that I live the, uh... in like 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 the Netherlands? Yeah, if you live in the Netherlands the and your friend lives in the Netherlands and you queued up at the same time, the odds of you matchmaking together would be incredibly high. Oh, uh, we knew that already. So okay, if you yeah. both had your own teams, you could potentially throw matches together. Yeah. Yeah, but who's going to be the guy to throw away his KD? I think you just take. Who's the dead, better friend? You, you, you would <laughs> you just make you just make fake yeah. accounts. Ah. That's that's all it would take. Ah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, point, yeah, right? yeah. So same, you know, same thing we we try to do when uh, you know trying to well, get into elders yeah. together or trying to get into certain areas. We'd have you know, we've got two folks in the clan, Detrick and Frosty. They live in the same house. We're like, all right, both of you load into this area. Keep doing it until it puts you into the same instance that we'll join on. The same as EP so lobbies. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Same as EP lobbies. Yeah, and, and anything that's you know geographically okay, you're in sort of the same area. You know, there's a bunch of us in the same geographic area in the clan. It's like, all right, well, let's all load in here. Eventually, it's going to put two of us in the same lobby. Yeah, you know, once we get there, we can grab everybody else in. So speaking speaking of like how how is your honor system as far as hey, I found a cheese, not an exploit, not a glitch. Well, okay, not a glitch, a cheese slash exploit. Hey, I found a way to to kill this boss easier. I found this little hiding spot that'll that'll help me do this better, right? So, what is your view on you taking the time to find these things and then bungee patching them? Do you think they're things that should be patched or they should just be left alone as long as they're not game breaking? I think Bungie will only waste their time patching seriously broken things, so I'm perfectly fine with how they're doing it. All right. So so you're going to uh to response neck of the woods down to Guardian Con. Is this your first time going? Yeah. This is my first. Cool. So are you going as a content creator or just a just a guy showing up and hanging out? Do content creators get special treatment? 
I think you get like special passes into areas that normal people can't get into or something. Okay. Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, don't know me um, either. Yeah, so, and then you uh, get special footage. I think you get a hug from Gathalian like and Roman as well. Stuff like that. Yeah. I think double, uh, they try and double keep me away. Try to keep you away. Why ever would they do that? Because I break their game. Why would they give me a special pass to, to no, break I, their I game? think you, you enlighten the community why not? so that everybody's aware of what's going on rather than just like a select few that keep it to themselves. So I think that's what's really nice about your channel is that as soon as there's something that's mm -hmm. definitely there that everybody can do, you put it out for us and share it with everyone in the community, regardless of you know their skill level or... You know, um, yeah, a lot of exploits are not skill related. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, so so given the amount of time, I'm just curious. Given the amount of time, you know, you spend you know looking at these exploits, inventing these exploits, Bungie's hiring QC people. Would you ever think about hey applying to work at Bungie, doing you know doing quality control and testing? <laughs> Is that anything you have any? You know, I, you know, I don't know what you do during. No, your day because I would kill his channel because he couldn't he couldn't be the quality <laughs> tester. Say, oh my god, I found this bug. <laughs> hey guys, guess what? I found this bug. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be fired immediately yeah. he's like why did you tell everybody because why not they, yeah i would not be good at my job <laughs> fair, enough, so, fair enough so um aside from two titans and a hunter obviously what other content creators and streamers <laughs> do you enjoy watching listening to etc i like uh watching glitch tutorial on youtube he does a lot of unique content and he goes around and he does a lot of out of maps and stuff but occasionally he has some really good solid exploits and uh so like, crush to you like get out of the map that way nobody can kill you but you can still win yeah he does those jeez okay and you were saying something else i'm sorry uh crush t on twitch he was a former member of redeem okay you so you just like watching him play he just that's it yeah, I I hang out in his chat sometimes, but I mean he's he's a really solid person and a gamer. He's really good. He does two mans and things like that. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. I didn't know who that was, but okay, I got. Well, you'll have now. to look him up now. Yeah, we'll, we'll add those right. to the yeah, show notes if anybody now, yeah. else wants to check those guys out. Definitely, because I don't have any friends, so most of the time I have to do things by myself. So if I can find one guy to do something with me, <laughs> that would be really helpful, right? So aside from that, how can people follow you in the less creepy following you home from school kind of way? Uh, YouTube, definitely YouTube. Um, I also have a Discord and a Twitter. Well, what's your, what's your name on YouTube for those that haven't heard of you before? Cheese Forever. Cheese Forever. And your Discord is what? She's forever, obviously. <laughs> well, hey, you say obviously, but there's a lot of people we've come in contact with where their names and their channels do not match up. Yeah, if Same. you want uh, any links to those, I should have them in the description of all my yeah, videos now. Yeah, I think I've Absolutely. Demon will definitely hook that. Hook that. Um, how can strange people who think they have a cheese for you showcase to get in touch? They can do email or Twitter. Discord. And all that is Cheese Forever? Is it like Cheese Forever at gmail.com? Well, my Twitter is Pastulio23. Ah, uh, okay. See? See? I would have looked for Cheese Forever on Twitter. But it probably would have come up. See? Yeah, yeah. It probably come up. Obviously. It probably it's less up. obvious. 
you, you open your internet machine, you type in cheese forever. How many hits do you, you get? Search. And then it's... you're going to find him and you're going to find people talking about actual cheese. If they're trying to ship you blocks of cheddar, they're not the right people. <laughs> Listen, I thought we've already discussed parody that I make the internet. I don't know how to use the damn thing. Okay. Leave me alone. Uh, you can't, you can't be helped then. I'm sorry. I know. I know. It's, it's a thing. It's a thing. So that I think is all the questions we have for him. Now, did you were saying something about getting him in on the rant or something? So the big thing in the TWAB this week was the merengue chess loot is going to be no more. Bungie say when Season of Opulence began, they watched as players quickly discovered a bug in how the menagerie final chess grants rewards. Players began to race out of the area and back to the chest as fast as they could to get as many rewards as possible before being sent back to orbit. It felt reminiscent of when players were farming treasure keys for the chests on their sparrow leading up to House of Walls. And that's back in Destiny 1. So consider this an error in your favour, they say, that they haven't rushed to fix. But the loophole will officially close with the patch on July 9th. And after July 9th, there'll only be one opening of the chest per completion. So they say, until then, we invite you to take advantage of this all you like grow fat with strength so let the rant begin okay cheese so what happens nearly every week respawn has a topic that he picks apart and has a little bit of a rant about and this week i thought he'd be interesting in discussing the merengue or menagerie chest loot menagerie chest menagerie. Loot that, that, that's currently going on that's going to be patched on the 9th of july but mm -hmm. he doesn't seem to be that bothered about it this week. But I thought maybe you'd be interested in kind of discussing that, whether you think it should be patched or if there's a different way that it should be worked out of how many chests that you should get. I mean, what are your views on it? I think the I think it's a little bit unfair, you know, because PC people can obviously loot the chest more than non-PC people. And I think the the whole system wasn't designed that way so i can understand them patching it i can't be mad about that but it's there there could be more incentives to get extra loot than just having a random chance from your chalice upgrades okay i i think so if they so why do you think they give you such a long time if it wasn't specifically to get these extra chest things cuz that's that's why i thought that's why i wasn't really bothered by it. they give us a 230 second timer I believe I that timer was meant to get the lore. Yeah, I thought it was something to do with that. Because on the first time I did it, I just ran around the whole ship. I didn't realize you could come back and open the chest again. Yeah, but you can get the lore as you're going through, right? Because you're only timed during the activity. You're not timed between activities. You, there's joining allies. If everybody goes to the next area, yeah. But if there, if everybody's looking for lore, then you don't have a time restriction. So again, initially that's what I thought as well, but I'm like, well, you know, if if you're in a party of six or or whatever, then you all know, you, hey, I'm looking for the lore. You, you don't have a time limit. I can understand so that just... now, but later on in the season, nobody's going to be wanting to wait for other no. people. Oh, okay, all right, I can see that. But yeah, I mean, I just thought it was a, I, I I thought it was part of the game. Hey, they're they're letting you loot it as many times as you want because. It's not a free loot. That's another thing that that I thought that there was it was intended, right? Because you have to spend tokens every time. You get if you spend it's one just, and you get refunded one, you're actually not spending any. 
So if you spend one, yes. But if you're if you're farming for a specific weapon, you're most likely not just spending one. But they're a dime a dozen. Yeah, you, you make a fair point. But again, you you are you are putting forth some kind of currency to open this chest repeatedly. So that's why I thought they're like, oh yeah, well we don't care. You know, you can open it as many times as you have tokens for. There's there you no go. way, and you have a time limit. They would not. They would not just. They, they did not expect people to find it. That wasn't planned. I don't. There's no way I could see Bungie planning that out. No. I mean, there, there was an interesting video that you did about getting extra shards, wasn't there? You you do your one token, you open the chest, you dismantle the item, you open the chest again, and dismantle the item. Yeah. Because you keep getting repeat, legendary you know, you keep getting that um, token back or the 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 rune back. Yeah. The rune. So you're constantly getting a purple item that you can then just dismantle. So that that was really interesting. I'll link that in the uh, video links below. But uh, I think a couple of things I've seen on Reddit, um, people have asked for maybe can we just open three chests? And there was a um, tweet by Bife, my name is Bife, saying, as an example, you get one chest um, for five encounters completed in a fail state, two chests for three to four, um, and three chests if you've completed two with a flawless victory, and so on and so forth. So would you think something like that would be a little bit more, you know, halfway between one chest and the the amount of chests that people are getting now? I think that would be a compromise because people are being spoiled. Like, honestly, having curated drops at all, like, it should be one per run in yeah. that regard because that's yeah. the, people are so spoiled right now they don't know how hard it is to randomly go and try and get that last powerful drop to hit max when they can just load up the menagerie like oh i need boots boom done you know like people are being spoiled and they they don't want bungie to take that away but only the first yeah. drop is powerful though. three first yeah, three drops you tell us oh so if you okay. you still on one like that's incredibly generous yeah, I filled up all my other ones before I got to that one. So, yeah. You got to keep in mind, I'm only using two characters. I'm not using my third character. <laughs> so, but yeah, okay. So, uh, only one chest per completion. Oh, yeah, yeah well, that, that's basically it. We've covered the rant already because there was really no rant this week, to be honest, because I didn't have a problem with it. Fair enough. So. so, this week at Bungie for the 27th of June, 2019, Bungie say this week the Lumina Quest becomes available for all annual pass owners, and they're excited to see the Guardians wielding this weapon to support each other in combat. And they don't want to spoil too much, but you should expect to start your hunt for this weapon in the EDZ. Now, they say they don't want to spoil too much, but we're going to spoil some stuff later. So there will be timestamps <laughs> in the descriptions for you to either listen to or bypass. We have a rough guide of what we think the quest steps are from some data mine stuff on reddit so yeah. yeah also i'm offended that you give them the option to skip things no you're going to listen to the whole podcast you're not going to skip anything you know why because you should be listening to us on podcoin right now and the more you listen to us the more cash back you get and we make super long episodes so you're getting all that sweet cash as we, we put yeah that's, sweet, that's a good sweet point minutes yeah. of content i mean we, we honestly, don't make long episodes because we fail to edit we make long episodes so that you cash in that money Booyah! Exactly. I mean, you can listen to a shorter podcast. You could throw on something that's, you know, 20, 30 minutes, maybe something daily, or you can listen to us. And that's like two to three solid hours of podcoin money a day 
really fair, put though, it on repeat, play it over and over again. After listening to me, they need some kind over. of monetary compensation. Let's be honest. <laughs> this, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> Please download your No One Responds in Real Life PodCoin bonus app. It'll give you right. twice the number of PodCoins. No, it won't really. For listening to Respawn, rant, and scream about things. Right. Dude, they should put in a, they, they should put in a code that just says, n- not necessarily, you know how you have the two Titans? I'm not saying it should just be Hunter, but it should just be like, you know, Respawn Rant, something like that, right? A special promo code that gives you extra points for listening to me. If you, if you come down on the side of the Hunter, use the code Respawn Rants. If you some, come down on the side of Sanity, use the code Two Titans, and we'll see, you know, who has, who has a better code and how many people click on it. See, listen. Is, is, you know, zero and I, three, I would argue that so. fact, but, I, I mean, let's be honest. He's right. If you're playing Hunter, there's something wrong with you to begin with, so... As much as I want to argue that point, I don't really have any basis to to stake a claim on. So, the Peregrine Greaves are a lot of fun. Did you did you see Bungie's uh, movie of the week? This man is my new is, is my new best friend. Oh, that was his. That was the movie of the week. I just thought that guy was a genius. By the way, well, um, he is. But yeah, it was also Bungie's the the first the first movie of the week was the Peregrine Greaves two the. I can't remember what he called it now. The parag- the the grievening, something like that. Yeah, the grieving, Man- the grieving, yeah. I think is what it was. Uh, oh yeah, Peregrine Greaves too. The gr- the regrieving. Yeah. Oh, that's Man what it arms. is. The regrieving. <laughs> yeah, and his name. Did you just say it? Man in Arms? Yeah, Man in Arms. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I, I feel a very a very strong kinship with this man running For around. For real, man. Kicking everything totally, in the face with an attitude like that. Like he should totally be a hunter. Just the way he describes things. It's just. It's. I don't know. But but you can't you can't kick people in the face when you're a hunter. And no, no, his, no. His I'm not talking about what he does. The, the, the speech that he uses, the just the hilarity that he that he phrases things, I think is amazing. I mean, I think the guy's a genius. Like if if you guys don't know who this guy is, watch his channel. I've already watched like five or six of his episodes of his channel, and I had to turn it off because I was literally laughing so hard that my chest was beginning to hurt, and I had and I woke up my son more than once. So. I, I, I couldn't watch it anymore right now, but I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch it later when I have some time to kill because that dude is hilarious. Yeah. Go watch Band Arms. He, he has, he has 4,443 subscribers. We need to get that to at least 4,444 by the end of this. Come on. He's we, only got, got 4,000? Really? Oh, yeah, only 4,443 right now. So see, if, 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 if he gets a huge boost this week, it's not from the Bungie movie of the week. It's from us, clearly. We, yeah, are, right. we are to blame for all of this. We are, man. And he is a yeah. genius. I subscribe to him. I'm not even going to lie. I'm I'm definitely going to watch that guy more. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll put the link in the show notes. You know, if you can't find it from the Bungie Twob, find it from our site. Tell him we sent you. Also, yeah, that was one video hell of a tangent. <laughs> what the hell? No, we're sticking to the This Week at Bungie. It's at the bottom yeah. of This Week at Bungie. So, yeah, it's all yeah awesome. but we, we went from that guy to earning more money from listening to us or me specifically and just then the hint i don't know so whatever. professionally done we know what we're doing it's all written down right. it's all integrated you know you know how some people have a train of thought whenever i think of our train of thought that ozzy osbourne song crazy train is the first thing that pops into my head you know so respawn would you like to take us through the beginning of this week at bungie and the beginning of the end ha 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 what okay, yeah, um, bungie are talking about with the grimoire anthology volume two Sure. Okay. So the grimoire anthology, man, you know what I'm going to tell you, this is difficult for me to say with how my mouth is shaped. So grimoire anthology, that was difficult. Okay. Starting next week 
on July 2nd, you can start pre-ordering the Destiny Grimoire Anthology Volume 2, Fallen Kingdoms from the Bungie Store. I just saw I just saw that the, there's a warlock consulting the Book of Armaments to, to find the Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch. That's that's all I'm seeing here. Whoa, wait, what? Hold on. Let me read ahead. Hold up. Let finish. Let <laughs> the book will ship in October. We will also be offering a new Consult the Archives emote in the Eververse store for all of you lore lovers out there. If you choose to purchase this emote in-game and are signed up for the Bungie Rewards, you can receive a 20% discount offer for the Destiny Grimoire Anthology Volume 2 Fallen Kingdoms. <gasps> okay, okay. Uh, you just need to visit the bungie.net slash rewards and redeem your discount starting on July 2nd at 10 a.m. PDT. You will have until 11.59 p.m. on July 9th to redeem this limited time offer. And for all of those out there, and by all of those, I mean probably the one person that doesn't already know, there is charitable endeavors going on right now. Uh, last week, we had the honor. Wait, that's not we. Not us. Bungie. Okay. Last week, Bungie had we the had honor, no honor in participating in the annual Guardian Con charity marathon. They were overwhelmed by the generosity from players showing up in huge numbers to support a great cause. In the four-hour block, apparently us as gamers raised $406,000 for St. Jude's St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. And the grand total for the week was 3.7 million. That's about one MRI right there. Okay. Thank you so much to everyone who participated and donated. It was truly amazing seeing gamers come together to help others. We have given out the Bungie Bounty emblems and are currently working on giving out all of the other emblems and prizes from the charity stream. We're not done yet. You know, I keep saying we. Look, in this section, guys, whoever's listening, whenever I say we accidentally, that's actually bungee, right? So our, you know, master editor over here didn't bother to edit out the we and put in bungee for whatever reason. So this Don't is actually bungee see. saying it. This isn't us. We didn't do anything. Everyone, because... please find no one response in real life on Xbox. Ask him for your bungee bounty emblem. He has them. He's hoarded them all for himself. Don't do that. Look, <laughs> some of you guys of are already messing with me over the crap that he says. Don't do it. You better I stop. Love, I love you all. Thank you. No, you, you stop You're it right now. He okay. needs more hugs. He needs more messages. He needs more bands. Yes. Wait, what? No. Hold on. <laughs> two, two, two out of three at least. Yeah, wait. I want you pick no, not two out of three. The first two, maybe. Not the last one. Um, okay. more hugs. We've given out Bungie Bounty. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, uh, Bungie's not done yet. We have... We, damn it. They have another opportunity coming up for you to help more little lights and grab an emblem as a thank you from us to your continued support. For your continued support, because I can literate. Uh... They are excited to announce today that for the first time they are giving us, I'm sorry, they are inviting us to support the Bungie Foundation in our own work to make sure the world a better place. It's for the kids. That's all you need to There's know. There's no sure in there. It just says to make the world a better place through the iPads uh, for kids program. Yeah, what he said. It's all Damn, for the kids. I'm, I'm trying to like, I'm reading the we and the I and the us, and I'm trying to circumvent it in my brain. That way I can just say it. Well, I don't understand fluidly. because you just explained just in like a five minute rant to say, oh, this is Bungie, <sighs> not we. You don't do this. I do that. Blah, 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 blah. 
And then you've gone and tried yeah. to do it in your head anyway. Because I'm still trying yourself up. Because I'm trying to make it seem proper. Trying and failing. Okay. So they're excited to announce that today for the very first time, they're inviting us to support the Bungie Foundation in their own work to make the world a better place through the iPads for Kids program. Um, between now and July 14th, they are asking us to raise $77,000 by making a donation. By contributing, you will play a direct role in providing hospitalized children with age-appropriate and therapeutic entertainment for distraction, play, and a sense of normalcy while they're facing some tough and scary illnesses. But why would they give them iPads? Android is so much better. You know what? It is. If, if somebody gave me an iPad, I would say it is it is against my religion to use anything Apple-related, sir. If you could please bring me an Android. That I don't would be think kids great. care when they're, you know, really sick. That's a fair point. Uh, donors who contribute $50 or more between now and July 14th at, at 11.59 p.m. PDT will receive a unique redeemable code for the System of Peace emblem. Is that the one with the heart? Yes. That is okay. the one with the heart, which will go really well with the hug emote. I feel like this is a tandem you should use together. Okay, I support the fact that you guys should get the heart emote. I'm sorry, heart emblem. Right? Oh my god, there's a hard emote too from Valentine's Day. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. And you should use all these when you walk up to respawn. No, I knew that was coming. Blowing no. him kisses and hearts. Mm -hmm. It's okay. for the kids, man. It's for the kids. It's Every for the time kids, so but you don't have to hunt me down <laughs> for the kids. Um, yeah, you, you you do have to hunt respawn down for the kids. Oh, we... <sighs> We're we're one of us independently wealthy. We should we could have absolutely done like a respawn bounty saying find respawn. Ooh, you know and, what? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And and, and, and and giving away some sort of okay. Next next year we'll have to figure something out. Community people who listen to us, give us ideas. What can we have people do? You know, hunt respawn down and do something. We will give you some sort of bizarre two titan and a hunter prize. We will. No, figure I, this out. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. No, I would. I wouldn't do that. What I would do is I would say for every person that hunts me down. And because not a lot of people have the hug or heart or whatever, right? That's but any person fault. that hunts us down, hunts me down, and either tries to give me a hug or shows the heart emote or shows the heart emblem, I will donate a dollar. Yeah. For everyone? For everyone that hunts me down. Now, okay. it can't be the same person more than once, though. So don't okay. just keep finding me over and over again. <laughs> right? Seems fair. Seems Does fair it count because... if we try and get the whole clan to do it? Because there's about 100 members. Um, <laughs> we, we can. We, we have a man who can rally. I don't know the because they can, continent of Australia they can literally just you know to come after you. Down. So yeah. <laughs> he has he has that kind of power. Oh, I have an idea. If let's say if 50 people hug you and you huh. have to donate the 50 dollars to Bungie, why don't right. we give the emblem away as a prize? How can we know. do that? I don't know how to well, give. You'll away get the emblem. code. Yeah, it was just oh. a code. Yeah, we oh, can give the code, code to someone. Ha -ha. You'll get the code, and then we could give it away as a prize at some point. All right. All right, that works. So it's so a that... good game for our listeners to play. Hunt you down. You donate some money. If we get to $50, you get a code that we can then use as a prize to give to somebody. Yeah. Right. Hunt respawn down. Take, take a clip. Take a screenshot. You know, you know, we're going to need some sort of proof because you can't trust respawn to remember things. No, Honestly, you can't trust any of us to remember things because... I also, if, if you don't have an agent. emote to let me know to look at your your emblem, right? Um, send me a message. Say, hey, look at my emblem. If you're if you're in the same lobby that I am, right? And then I'll track you down. I'll look at your emblem, and uh, I'll get the screenshot that I need, right? And I'll 
like jot it down somewhere. Or just take a screenshot where he's in the same lobby as you with your heart emblem. You know, because they could just take a screenshot without me knowing. They That's fine. As long me. as you're in the as long as you're there. But I won't know that they've sent me something. They could just take a screenshot and not send me anything, and I don't know that they've done it. Right? I can't contribute if I don't know that they've seen me. Okay. Right. Take your clip of your screenshot. Hit us up on Twitter. Send us an email. Send us an Xbox Live message. We'll compile them all. Or send me a message of the screenshot. The there you go. That way I can see who yeah. they are, where they are, there you go. and I can go talk to them. Boom. Mm -hmm. Besides, and, and and really, I think we should we should throw this. You know. If fifty people manage to do this, those are the fifty people we're going to put in this drawing for this uh, for this emblem. Because I feel mm -hmm. like you know you need to you need to at least try to contribute. And we can do it up to three times, right? So each one of us can can donate the fifty dollars, or you know, if they yeah. find me, I donate the fifty dollars, right? But I can only get one code for that. I can't donate another fifty and get another code. So each true. So so look, one of us. Yeah, there we go. If you're in the U.S. East, Xbox Live servers, look for parody. Look for no one response in real life. If you're in the UK, look for Night Demon. Hunt us down, blow us kisses, give us hugs. I'd we'll have to pay thirty nine dollars and thirty six pence, apparently. Oh, sorry, not thirty. <clears throat> I only have to pay thirty thirty nine pounds and thirty six pence to equal your fifty dollars, apparently, in the conversion rate. Great. So, so, so you slackers over in the UK, only thirty seven people need to hunt him down. We're not no, going thirty nine, just thirty nine. I mean, uh, unfortunately, we, we, we won't include Andy because it would be like 400 people having to hunt him down to do this in Australia. But at least, okay, hunt us down, hug us, send us emotes. I, I, I really want to have a show next week where we just show nothing but all of the clips and, and screenshots we've gotten of people hug, hunting us down, hugging us down, something. I don't know. There's hugging us down. Here. Yeah, we're all, being, you, you we're, all we're all gonna go to the pleasure barge. We're gonna have our treasure chest. We're gonna have a big hug fest. It'll be great. Yeah, let's donate some good um money to kids that need it for the kids. Just remember, it's for the kids. Ignore everything else we've said for the kids. It's too bad this isn't going out a little before Guardian Con because all those guardians are gonna be in his in his local area <laughs> within like driving distance of his house. I assume because they're, they're all be out in Orlando. Guardian Con. Yeah, they're, they're all going to be in Guardian Con hanging out down there. So, I mean, you're in Respawn's backyard. I, I'm not going to say go to Respawn's backyard. I don't know where he lives. Don't go to his house. Don't go to his house. Don't try to hug him in real life. I mean, you can, but you might have an angry wife to deal with. Just random. Can you imagine just random people coming up and <laughs> hugging me? Who's that? I have no idea. I have no clue. Why did that man hug you, take a picture, and run away? Honey, I, I have no idea. Yeah. The internet is a strange place. It, it's not me. <laughs> the internet's a strange place. This isn't the internet. We're outside. You know what? Just roll with it. Babe. Oh, it's all the internet. Yeah. It's all no, in the, the world game. is the internet. Yeah. Are you familiar with Pokemon Go? This is Respawn Go. Oh, I'm God. No. Like that is not a thing. Don't no. you start that nonsense. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do not, do not find Respawn. Do not look for Respawn. Do not track no. him down. Do not go to his house. Do not compliment him on how good he looks. Do not find his Jeep. Do not ask him why he watches watch Switch while he drives. Do not do any of these things. Listen. Accurate. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so exact distribution date will be announced to all donors after the fundraising event ends. P.S. Look out for some exciting additions to the Bungie store next week complete with exclusive Bungie Foundation merchandise. Yay! So, Sounds something. Parody has known issues that Parody loves to do, and he does it with his theme music. 
I do have I do have a lot I I have a lot of known issues. I, I don't think we have time really to cover all of my known issues. <laughs> but we can at least just cover the, the Destiny ones then. Yeah, the issues I've been having in Destiny. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, again, same disclaimer as before. We we as two times in the hunter are investigating nothing. But we as Bungie are investigating an issue where players who earned the year one Iron Banner ornament cannot apply them to the Iron Banner season seven armor. What? Which is devastating, because that's the entire point. I've been running around I, I I'm sort of like a small child who's gotten his favorite shirt. I've put my full samurai titan armor back on, and I have not taken it off all week. I'm running around in it, and I'm never taking it off because it is beautiful. So apparently, I mean, to be honest, we've only got the folks, two options. You got samurai or seashells. Yeah, right? I mean, you could be seashell, seashell king and try to sell seashells by the seashore. But why? But, but you can't. You need to be a samurai. It's way more important to be a samurai. It looks good. Looks so apparently, they're also investigating reports where the Ifrit eats gift triumph sometimes doesn't increment when an Iron Banner packages are claimed. I'm guessing that's the one that's claimed. 50 Iron Banner packages or whatever it is, if it's not counting, that seems I think like it's 15 packages, isn't it? Not 50. Uh, it's some number of packages. Look it up. You people have the internet. Uh, they're also investigating an issue where players <laughs> meet... We're here to inform you, but yeah. go look it up. <laughs> I, can, I can only do so much. I, I'm with two other hosts that are not currently, you know, talking to the people that have keyboards and internet in front of them. They're not helping me out at all. We are helping you out. We're giving right, you directions. Also, I'm getting, I'm getting good help here. Also, you know, I kind of zone out when you're talking, so I don't even know what I'm supposed to be looking up. Okay, I've gone to Light GG, the the arbiter of light all things. Dot GG. Nope, it's Light GG. There's no dot. We've gotten rid of the dots. No, it's Light, light dot GG. Effort nope. gift. Collect Iron Banner packages in a single season it is fifty zero of fifty five zero. Okay, I do apologize. I'm sorry. So say the great sage light dot gg. Thank you. So it is 50 packages. So 50. So either, either way, they're investigating reports where sometimes the, the packages are not being claimed when you turn them in. So you will never get to 50. It will never be there for you. You will never have the triumph and you will be sad. Um, they're also investigating an issue where the safe haven triumph, the safe haven triumph is the one that is not being granted to unlock the triumph in the menagerie. So the safe haven triumph, the new player eververse packages. They're also investigating issues where new players can't claim pack. This is one of these pleasure chests again. We're investigating an issue where new players can't claim packages from eververse. Which may or may not be an issue. Uh, it's hard to say. The gyro ghost shell, hero ghost shell, some sort of sandwich ghost shell. We're investigating an issue where the shell always drops a tangled shore perk, but no other destination. So apparently, this shell wants to live on the tangled shore and give you perks for that location only. It should Sounds be doing like a that. good shell. Yeah. Uh, the Mars Heroic Adventures. Players who do not see the Heroic Adventures in the director for the Mars Flashpoint should make sure they pick them up directly from Anna Bray in the Bray Tech Futurescape. I think that was an issue last week, wasn't it? It wasn't showing up for anybody. Mm. I think Yvonne, um, I think it showed up for his video when he mm. did the daily reset. It wasn't showing up. Fancy. Cosmo will let the team know about the issues where friendly smoke grenades consume your melee energy if you have Kepri's Sting equipped. So apparently it should not do that because it's a hunter thing and, you know, hunters. He also had some information about on competitive and tuning. I'm sorry, on competitive and turning off wolf pack slash disabling the Lord of Wolves. Cosmo says, we care about comp, but we can't turn the perk off for a certain activity or platform. So taking it away from everyone until the fix goes out is weighing heavily in their calculus. 
As Luke said, we'll continue to monitor and let you know if anything changes. So basically they're saying they can't turn off a certain perk on the gun. They can turn the whole gun on and off like they did with the Gambit Prime armor set or the Wave Splitter, but they can't take they can't say, here's a gun, we're going to turn off a perk or not, because they could have done that with the Prometheus lens as well. So Lord of Wolves, here to stay. I didn't see a ton of people running in the Crucible. Apparently on PC, tons of people have been running around with it, but Lord of Wolves, here to stay till sometime later in the summer. Um... And he also goes on to talk about cross-save. Cross-save will be free. If you want to play Shadowkeep content on multiple platforms, you will need to purchase it on each platform, though, for the Shadowkeep content. Remember, the game, you know, the game content before that, pre-Forsaken, all free in the new light package. But if you want to play the new content, you will have to purchase that on every console, every console or device you're playing it on. Uh, you can, however, use all your gear on any platform you have linked to your active account with First Light. Um, the expansion ownership for Forsaken and Shadowkeep is tied to the platform store you purchased it on. So again, you know, wh whatever account you're going to use as your one true account, for us it would be our Xbox accounts, buy the content first on that account because that's going to unlock it for everything else. For the, as far as the gear goes, you still have to buy the actual expansions if you're playing it on PC, or PS4, Google Stadia, whatever. Um, and then VG, the technical art lead, has some talk about shaders, everyone's favorite subject. So, on shaders and the unshadable parts on armor and changing that. He says, As someone who has worked on the gear rendering system for many years, I appreciate the feedback on the subject and have personally seen this give this given many times. I browse the subreddit daily, like many of my coworkers. I can't say that it is always, but very often these areas are a result of current technical limitations, artists' time to handle more time-involved workarounds of said limitations, and the concept and designs that continue to push into new territory, giving you all exciting new offerings. There are some fairly challenging technical hurdles to overcome, the combinatorial complexity that gear tends to carry that has made it harder than it may appear to do this. We are tackling a lot of things this year, as you're all starting to see. This means they can be harder to dedicate resources things like this until we're safely on the other side of some of these improvements. I don't intend for this to come off as an excuse, but rather a transparent explanation. Because, as my coworkers love to tell me, people don't care that games are hard to make. Our job is to get out of the way so you can enjoy spending time slaying gods, fighting the real end game. Fashion. Fashion is the end game. Because fashion is the end game. We can do better here. So, you know, he's, and he goes on to say, I can't make any promises on when the, that this will be, quote, solved immediately. But please trust when I say your feedback isn't falling on deaf ears. I personally, as well as many others, spend many of our weeks trying to devise the best path forward for addressing this type of thing systematically, but without starving the other game efforts of resources. Asking people to work on reasonable hours and not implementing short-term solutions will push the problem out a few months. Destiny is evolving as a live game now more than ever, and we are trying to make sure we don't hurt the foundation of our house in overcoming some of these hurdles. Thanks for listening. Please keep giving us your feedback. It is important. And for the latest known issues, go to the Destiny 2 Season of Oculence Known Issues thread, where they will give you all the information, they will stutter less, and they will actually provide you more valuable information than we have here. So go read their thread. It has better information than we do. Lies. Nobody has better information than we do. Also, they do say that they've got an article to celebrate Bungie Day on July 7th, so be on the lookout for that. And we'll be on the lookout Ooh. for that, because we'll have to report on to it next week on the show. We'll be on the lookout because we have to be. <laughs> well, no, I say we be on the lookout. I'll be on the lookout for it. I'll make notes, and then these two will read them. That's it. Correct. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to be the one to say it. That's not true. Like I did want to be the one to say it, but you beat me to it.
So we have a breakdown of the Lumina Quest, which is coming up this coming Tuesday on Reset. So if you want to skip forward, we will put timestamps in the show notes so that you guys know where to skip forward and back and whatever. But if you want to hear, carry on listening. If you don't, skip to where we've put the time code. So this quest comes courtesy of several sources, including Jinsa and Acrudent on Reddit, which we will link in the show notes. And on the original Reddit post, it includes text from various NPCs. We're not going to go over that here. We're just going to go over the basic steps for the um, quest. So just a side note, some of the steps might be out of order because this is data mined information. So we're not 100% sure, but the um, Reddit post is roughly sure these are the steps in order. So step one is find the location of the original thorn. So if you've already done the quest for the thorn in Destiny 2, you roughly know where you're going. So we need to return to where we first found the melted hunk of metal, which was the beginning of the thorn quest. And you found it in a campfire up on the EDZ. So again, you'll need to head to the Trossland in the EDZ. And north of the Trossland, it's the salt mines. So behind the church where Devram is sniping, make your way through the mines and you'll find a fallen trans map next to the broken elevator so if you activate the transmat this will transport you to the top of the hill where we first met hawthorne from here you can move up the hill towards the purple barrier on the right and the guardrail on the left if you move along the guardrail you will see a cave entrance slightly up above you if you jump up you will find an abandoned camp and in that camp there'll be an extinguished campfire there'll be a couple of tents laying around so when you walked up to the campfire with the thorn quest, you were prompted to sift through the ashes. So this could be the same, or it could be something else hidden in the camp. There is a string of text from the leak that says, you've discovered a letter in the ruined campsite where you found the mangled thorn. The sender purports to be the legendary Shin Malfa, a supposed do-gooder with a complex approach to doing good. He claims he's entrusted you with the original thorn, a hateful weapon capable of permanently killing guardians. So maybe we are looking for a letter somewhere in the camp. Again, we don't 100% know. We're just looking at what's been in the leaks so far. Step two is defeat multiple enemy combatants in a row without reloading your weapon. So as the step basically says, it's going to be multiple kills without reloading. Very similar to a couple of other quests that we've had to do. So you're thinking maybe three or four enemies in a row and then reload. Step three complete activities with the rose equipped so this sounds very similar to the husk of the pit that we had from destiny one you had a very basic version of the gun and you had to use it to upgrade it this sounds very similar and it says complete activities through the solar system with the rose equipped fighting a fire team with other rose wielders grants the most efficient progress so bounties strikes crucible and gambit step four destroy hive crystals in the will of a thousands and defeat zol with the rose equipped so again, you may have noticed some of the crystals in the, that have been added to the Will of a Thousand Strike at the beginning of the area. So these will be what you need to destroy. And I do believe there are a couple of guides online for where the crystals are. A couple of YouTubers have prepared guides on where exactly to find all the crystals because some of them may be hidden. They might not be straightforward to be just there on display. So it says you have to enter the strike, you have to have the rose equipped, and you have to destroy all the hive crystals to reclaim lost light and you have to defeat Zol. 
Objectives must be completed in a single run through of the activity and progress is not saved across multiple attempts. So you've got to do it all in one go, basically. Step five is defeat guardians with hand cannons as a team, generate orbs of light and defeat invaders in Gambit before they kill your teammates. Step six, complete a nightfall strike with a score of 50,000 or higher. Step seven, complete encounters at the blind well at any of the black armory forges or in escalation protocol. An additional note for this step is that this could be part of step three. So just completing activities with the rose equipped, not 100% clear at this moment in time. So if we have a quick look at what the Illumina perks could be, the potential perks for the Illumina might have been found by Funky Former over on Reddit. He found the following text strings that seem to line up with what the perk should be for the Lumina. Kills with this weapon leave behind a remnant, much like the thorn. Absorbing the remnant converts your next hit-fired shot into an ally-seeking noble round and partially refills the magazine. Absorbing the remnant allows you to fire an ally-seeking noble round. Using a noble round on an ally heals them and grants both you and them a weapon damage bonus for a short duration. And I will link Funky Former's Reddit post uh, on the Lumina perks in the show notes. So respawn, there's a returning exotic pulse rifle. Oh, it's it's coming. Out, isn't there? I don't know when it's coming, but it's Possibly. coming anyway. All right. So for for those of you that have been living under a for I don't even know how long, bad juju exotic pulse rifle from D1 is returning? Question mark. Um, of course it's coming. Right, I mean, we've already found the uh, the catalyst, and the I don't know when it's coming. I don't know if it's coming this next patch, patch after that. You know, at the end of D two, the beginning of D three, whatever. Point is, is they found the catalyst in the data mining, so we know it's going to be a thing eventually, right? And um, didn't we already cover what the bad juju was in the previous podcast? Not the previous, but the one before that. Do we need to go over it again? I think you've mentioned it but I don't think you've covered what the data miners have uncovered. All right, so they did, in fact, uncover the catalyst, right? And they also have some specs, if I'm reading this correctly, about uh, what the weapon's going to have. And just give me a second. I need to increase the size of this because it's a little bit of living space. Yeah, so in, D, so in D1, it had a string of curses perk that would reload your weapon instantly and increase damage for a short time. As well as full auto hip fire. Yeah, I don't see the full auto thing, stuff though. like that. So let's we'll see what they're going to do guys. with it for next time. Maybe I'm, I'm looking at the uh, the Destiny Tracker database for it in D1. Yeah, but the main thing was that was that string of curses perk. You know, the getting the the instant reload and your increased damage. So sort of like your um, right Huckleberry, where it reloads. But the Huckleberry reloaded a partial magazine before the catalyst and the full magazine after the catalyst the bad juju by default reloaded your full magazine right so here's here's what uh they've data mined out of it right so it's going to have hammer forged rifling which is going to increase the range flat out um it's going to have steady rounds uh this is the magazine perk right the first one was a barrel perk obviously second one magazine perk uh it increases stability but slightly decreases range um, next is going to be hip fire grip. Uh, obviously, increases accuracy when hip firing. I don't know why they'd put that on a pulse rifle, but whatever. I, I'm hoping because this isn't set in stone, right? They've they've data mined this info, but I'm hoping that's going to change because I think hip fire grip on the bad juju would be kind of dumb. People might disagree. That's just my opinion. Uh, short action stock. 
This weapon is especially easy to grip, greatly increases handling speed. And then the exotic perk is still at this point classified, but we're thinking it's going to be the string of curses from D1. After each kill, this weapon will reload instantly and increase damage for a short time. And when you get a kill with this gun, it increases, it gives you a bigger chunk of super back. Because you know how when you kill an enemy, you get a small chunk of super. This one, I think, triples that chunk. Don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's triple. I think so. It's pretty significant in D1. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's going to be a thing too. Uh, doo -doo -doo. and there's a little note down here that says the information and figures are determined, are data mined. Sorry, of the current retail build 2.5.0.3 and could change once the weapon becomes available. It's also not visible if Bad Juju will be the final weapon name. So it could be something else that just does the Bad Juju stuff. Point is, great gun. Yeah, the, the best juju. juju. No, that's that's bad. The worst Juju. The best juju ever. <laughs> and we'll link the Jinsa Twitter post about Bad Juju. And Sacrifento on Reddit has provided some provided some insight into the upcoming quest or possible quest for bad juju and we'll link that in the show notes because that's um a possible spoiler so if you don't want to read that we'll just leave it there but if you do it's there take your fingers in your ears going la 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 can't hear you as cheese has been our guest this week we've got a list of videos that he's put out in the last couple of weeks and i will link those and his youtube page in the show notes so here's just like a breakdown of, I think, 10 that I've just picked out, you know, the, in the last week that are really cool. So we've got your face reveal video. So if anybody's interested in learning a couple more questions about you that you've answered, there's that one. Removing the timer from the heroic gauntlet. That was a one that a couple of days ago you posted, which was really interesting. I think Respawn will like that. There's the increased glimmer trick that we talked about. The And you did a breakdown of the heroic menagerie with uh sorry not menagerie marine no menagerie tips and cheeses sorry i keep calling <laughs> it menagerie meringue i love the fact that we've gotten to the point where you now. can't say menagerie meringue it's meringue and he can't say meringue either he yeah, can't say either one <laughs> right well, you know you now can't say meringue that you've been using for menagerie We've gotten to the point where where your literacy is just dropping. But by the end of this, we're just going to have to like you know give you pictures and pictographs. Or and something. there's about three. Mm -hmm. That's all we're going to have. Um, left. Sorrow Crown of Sorrow raid um, tips and tricks that you've got, like the raid witch buff, the infinite shield break, and one man crystal break, and the jumping puzzle skip where you uh, so you can do a flawless run. So I will link all those in the um, show notes. There's a couple more there. But we have a few more tips and tricks videos for you to look at and go over. We have Lucky10P, formerly from Lucky and Buttwipe, has a few new videos this week that are worth looking at, especially if you're looking to go into competitive or improving competitive skill. He has one video that highlights 10 noob mistakes that, in comp that he sees daily. And he has another one which shows you glitches and sneaky spots that work in comp. And third, he has a side-by-side -side comparison of the submachine guns, Callus Mini Tool from the Marangelula <laughs> from the Menagerie, and the Pinnacle Crucial Weapon, the Recluse. With the right perks, he says that the Callus Mini Tool can be a good alternative. So there's a good couple of videos for you to check out there. Also, 
if you are looting multiple chests in the next week and looking for a Godroll Arantel fusion rifle, then Fallout Plays put a video out about a month ago, which I think we highlighted, but I can't be 100% sure. But here it is again for you if you need the link. Plus, he also has a Godroll guide for the beloved sniper rifle, if that's your loot run for the next week. So there's two videos there. Then we have one by Esoteric, who's done a video showcasing his skill, soloing the Marengi heroic run up to the final boss. So that's worth a watch. And then one for Respawn. Destiny Fun Police has an interesting video that he put out concerning Bottom Tree Striker on Titans. Not anything Respawn has been moaning about in the last couple of weeks, I might add. But it has to do with the trample and the super lasting forever and ever in PvP. That's worth a watch. And then finally, the Booker Man has been back in touch with us. And he would like to point out something to share with the community, courtesy of Twitter, with at silentwalker underscore. He's made all D1 emblems, well, as many as um, can fit into mobile and desktop wallpapers. And he's also made a start on D2 emblems. And we will link those in the show notes. Thank you very much to Booker Man for pointing that out. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to Alberto for reaching out to us via email. Thank you very much for your very kind words. And Big Shirley, who always likes our Instagram posts. So big shout out to you guys. Thank you very much for the feedback and um, keep it coming in. We also have a handy website for you, for your chalice. You can put in the item that you want and it will show you the runes that you need to then input. Um, it's a little bit easier than the last one that we highlighted. So that will be in the show notes. And CPair has an ultimate guide on what I have missed in Destiny 2. And this includes a graphic timeline. And that's a Reddit post, which we'll link in the show notes. I think that's it. Thank you very much for coming on and answering all our questions and putting up with Respawn. Being berated by our endless, just, <laughs> I can't even finish that sentence. Our, end of, our endless nonsense, berating, I guess. Yeah. Is a word. Is there anything you'd like to add, Cheese? Um, did you... Express your regrets. Did you want to talk about... Um, some old cheeses that still work yeah uh yeah absolutely what just some older things that people forgot about all right guys bonus content and i'm guessing that you've got now. you've got all these on your um youtube page haven't you uh yeah if you search for them or not. okay some some things that i do more often you know that aren't really locked to activities would be things like uh, quick scanning. Like, if have you ever heard of quick scanning? No. Is that where you just open your ghost and you start running? That way you can see all the stuff? No. Okay, then no. <laughs> so, if you're <laughs> scanning anything in Destiny, like terminals and, uh, you know, just lore pieces and things like that, your, your ghost kind of, like, flies into the object. It's kind of like a nice little animation. Yeah. But that takes time. It takes about two seconds. So if you're scanning something in Destiny, you can double tap your ghost button when he's supposed to be flying into that object, and it will cancel that animation. And it'll save you about two seconds. And since every strike and things like that have you scan something, you can constantly save two seconds as you're playing mm -hmm. the game. 
Very nice. So the actual scanning itself doesn't take less time, just the ghost beginning the scan is what takes less time. Yes, it cuts two seconds in between the, you know, the pulling the ghost out of your hand and it flying into the object. Gotcha. And uh, there's there's something that people are very argumentative about whether it's a cheese or not. Uh, there's, you know, those gifts of tokens from Crucible and Strike Boons? Sure. How many tokens do you get from those? Uh, three or five. It, it should be five. But yeah, you can okay. actually use perks to increase how many tokens you get from those. <laughs> what? Yeah, if you if you have like a you know you bring you save your stacks of these gifts of tokens, and then if you have a you know a vanguard gift, you can equip an exotic ghost with vanguard scanner, and even a planetary scanner, and then go on that planet and open them up, and you'll get more tokens. So what's the max you can get from one opening if you have the, the planet scanner and the vanguard scanner? If, if you have the vanguard scanner, which is an exotic ghost perk, and then a planetary scanner, and then you equip one of those nightfall emblems for the strike you're in, okay. they also gives you increased vanguard tokens. You can get seven to eight. Some people even reported they got nine tokens in one gift. What? See, this is what you need, Parody, when you want to get your service revolver. Actually, he got a service hey. revolver. You missed out on the news because you were Taka Taka Demon. Today, yeah. I, yeah, I finally got an actual service revolver from a strike to drop. I ran a nightfall earlier, and I got the mountaintop and the service revolver to drop from the event. Didn't buy from Zavala. Actually got it to drop for the first time. You said you got so, the mountaintop to drop from a strike? I'm sorry, not, not the mountaintop. The uh, Malicious Birthright. I'm sorry. Okay. Wrong, wrong, wrong end gun. <laughs> like a shadow. It's farm. a super cheese. I was going to be like, hey, here. cheese, yeah. guess what? Yeah. <laughs> I've broken the game so severely. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. The malicious birthright. It had an M. I got it to drop, and then I jumped on to talk to you, fine folks. And I hadn't looked at it yet. Fine folks. He's obviously lying. Anyway. And, and that also works with the Crucible scanner and the Crucible with your Crucible gifts. But you're not going to get as much because you don't have as many perks. Uh, nice. That's fair. Um, what else you got, man? Come on, tell us, give us all of the good stuff. <laughs> so, if you, you, you know, swords are kind of at an okay state, they just increase the ammo capacity, right. but they also yeah. increase the ammo cost. So, it, but swords actually swing faster with no yep. ammo if you're next to an enemy by spamming the jump and swing at the same time. But with the right buffs, like surrounded and the surrounded spec sword, uh, you can actually do more damage than if the sword had ammo in it. Yeah, yeah. You can actually stack buffs to like with brawler. You see, to make your sword kick some butt and like delete bosses. See, you, I, I remember that now because you did that video, and that's what got me farming sword from the forge, is because somebody said, "Yeah, you can do more damage without any ammo." I'm like, "What?" And then yeah, I, I watched that video and then that's that's what led me to get the sword from the, the forge that had the, the surrounded. I was like, Oh man, this is amazing. Yeah, the striker sure hand. So would that yeah. also work with like the, the synthesis of the worm god caress that buffs your melee damage? Yes. Nice. Oh god. No, you should you should have said no. 
We're just <laughs> said, said no. <laughs> some things. Sorry, Peregrine Greaves, move over. We're we're punching some things with swords. We're punching some things with speaking of which, sword ammo. That has always been an oxymoron to me. You have to have ammo to hit somebody with a sharp <laughs> object. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> well, you're hitting people with the energy. Yes, of the hilt. but like, but if once you're out of the energy, it should be sword. The sword energy. itself disappears. It's like a lightsaber. You have to charge it up. Yeah, because it's it's a fake. Yeah, it's a fake sword. You 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 just have a hilt. That's what you're earning, and then you're imbuing it with your magical sword. But see, ammo. at that point in time, it should look like a lightsaber. You shouldn't have a metal thing come out of the hilt. It should just be an energy of some kind. Right, but but by you yeah, putting a metal thing enough. there, you make it seem like, hey, this is a tangible thing, you know. And that's that's always throwing me off because I have this big metal blade that disappears when I'm out of energy, out of ammo. <laughs> like what? I can understand it doing less damage, but the blade shouldn't disappear. Come on, now. Nah. Yeah, you should suggest that to Bungie. He should be like, rework your sword animation. I have, and I got yelled at, so that we can still have cool Apparently looking swords. I'm not allowed on the Bungie forums anymore <laughs> for various reasons. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't um, play well with others i don't play well with others <laughs> i really don't uh okay um but that one i didn't know and that that's a really cool one i still use that to this day that's why i still have my sword on and it's it's good you know hey i'm out of ammo i'm out of special there's a boss here i'm gonna punch him with a sword hilt and it's great <laughs> <laughs> and uh what's something that's become more commonplace now with all the new content is smaller gaps when moving between areas i think bungie puts those you know they have to crouch walk through i believe bungie puts those because they need more loading time to load the next area and to cut down on people sitting at a loading time circle they're putting these obstacles and guardians ways so that they can you know artificially extend the the transport between areas and if you actually spam your jump button in those crouched spaces, you move faster. Right. And that's something that's been more helpful. And there's there's other things you can do, like you can slide but into don't it. Don't you end up loading anyway? If you go through too fast, don't you end up loading at the other If you have it? a crappy console, yeah. <laughs> but you can slide into it, and you can slide and then hammer charge. And you can dodge in it, and there's other ways to increase your speed. Nice. I didn't know that about the dodging. And uh, one that most people I don't think know about is like the salvage patrols. Do you know those patrols where they like drop something from enemy kills? Yeah, sure. They have those in missions sometimes and, you know, different challenges, things like that. But you can get double drops by having other fire team members nearby. Just them being nearby, no special anything, just them being nearby? If they're next to the enemy or next to you, it'll drop when they when the enemy is killed for each member of your fire team. So you can get those done two or three times as fast by just having people with you. Those are just some general tricks that you know could apply to everyone. Yeah, and, and as you're saying this, we got parody over here looking up find the related videos and posting <laughs> it here. He's just... He's just spamming him in our chat. I guess he's saving no, the he's links saving for later. Or what? Me, so but I every time you say something. Notes. Yeah, and every time you say something, seconds later, my phone goes. Bzz, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the video. <laughs> so there's that, I guess. Um, anything else to spam our chat with? <laughs> Jeez, no, I think it's time for Perry to close the show. 
we're closing the, Close show? the show. What? Well, you know, you've got some destiny okay. to play. This man's got to go and do lots of cheese stuff. But yeah, so it was great having you on the show. Uh, hopefully, maybe one day you'll come back. Maybe, maybe you should keep a couple of exclusives to yourself and release. You know, the same day that we release this. You know what I'm saying? Hey, guess what? We've got exclusives, and then you post it on your channel the same day, right? I'm not saying you know don't post it at all. I'm just saying wait till we <laughs> stuff to post your yeah. stuff too. Right. With the times that I've withheld videos for a couple days, somebody else has made that information known. So it really That's, hasn't worked out for me. People, man. <laughs> you got to tell us only. No, but I get, yeah. I get yeah, yeah, withholding information has never worked well with my channel. Then you should tell us when you find out. Hey, guys, check it out. Cast, this is what I found out. And then we'll just do an early release. Same time you do. There you go. Thank you for joining us this week. Your Titans have been parody of Night Demon. Your Warlock has been cheese forever. Your Hunter, I guess, has been no one respawns in real life. He's lost. We'll find him later. Go check out Cheese Forever's YouTube page. Go to your machine. Type in Cheese Forever. It's the top thing. Don't go to Forever Cheese. They will send you cheese. That's very different. You can email our show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Find us on Facebook. Find us on YouTube. You can join the Frozen clan at join.frozen.party. That's frozen with a zero because copyrights are a thing. If you enjoy sandwich, come hang out with us. You can find all of your favorite guardians this week on Xbox Live. Look us up. Watch the show. Listen to us on Podcoin. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. I leave you trying to up your fashion game, trying to make the hunter listen to you. And kids, stay off the moon. The moon's haunted. Hey guys, and just as a reminder, track us down for every one of y'all that track us down. That's a dollar we'll donate. So don't forget. Just to do us that. three, not cheese. Just us three, yeah, not cheese. I don't know. Cheese might have his own thing going on, but yeah, track us three down for everyone who finds us. We'll donate a dollar to the to the St. Jude Children's Fund. Yeah, right. So, all right, say goodbye, Guardians. Bye, Guardians. Moon's haunted. So you are the Mr. Ch- Mr. Cheat Mitch. Uh, you know what? I'm done.